You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcast, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways that art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke. And I'm Sandra Sheriff of Zachary. And we're your hosts on this zany adventure. And today we have another host in here with us. We are here with USA Today bestselling author and a multiple award-winning author, Miss Rue Valley. Hello. Hi, Rue. How are you? I'm today? so happy to be here. I'm good. I'm good. Good. We're very happy to have you here. We are. Um, Yay. We we don't have co co hosts in here very often. You're only our second. We're yes. very thrilled to have you. And Sandy has a very, very cute story to share with you about her daughter and the once upon a book signing. Yes. So when we were at the Once Upon a Book signing, she absolutely fell in love with you. And you handed her <laughs> oh, like <no. laughs> stickers or a little coloring book or something. And okay. so when I told her we were recording with you, she got so excited and was like, I love Rue. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Thank you. That makes my year. <laughs> It hasn't been very long of a year, but I'm going to keep that with me the whole year. <laughs> she was also asking about um, when she'd be old enough to read yes. some of your books. So she's she's 13 now? No, she'll be 13 in June. Okay, she's okay. She's, she's almost, almost 13. 13. What, got, what age range do you tell people for your books? Well, I mean, I'm what they call a genre hopper. <laughs> So I hop across a lot of different um, genres and age groups. Right now, I would say with her age group, like Hemlock would be okay. Um, the Dead Boys Club would be okay. Uh, 13 oh, Ways yeah, to I read Midnight. That one. I really like that. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, 13 yeah. Ways to Midnight would probably be okay with her. Um it does deal with some, you know, mental health issues and stuff. So I would say at her age, as long as she's mature enough, like, you know, and you want to kind of do it with her, I think that would be fine. So, okay. but I think those yeah. books would be the best for her right now. But I'm so glad that she liked me. She likes me. Yes. She does. <laughs> I'm like, um, and, and Emma is not with the bullshit, let me tell you. So <laughs> that kid, when, when, Sandy and her husband got married. I had um, extensions in my hair and, you know, long red extensions. 
and there was a little girl there that was like two years old and she came up to me and asked me if i was ariel the little mermaid scarlet scarlet Uh asked you yeah. yeah. And I was like, of course I am. So I was like combing my hair with a dingle hopper. You know, I had a fork and I was combing my hair and I was going along with it. And this little girl was following me everywhere. She absolutely loved me. And Emma came up to me or came up to the, the little girl and I. And she was like, why are you following my aunt around? And she was like, She's little mermaid. And Emma with her no bullshit face was like, that's not the little mermaid. That's <laughs> oh, <it."> no. <laughs> I was like, yeah. shut like, up, kid. Uh-uh. I need this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't she, take this away from me. <laughs> she also, this uh, just when we were down for Christmas, she called out instantly who the killer was. We introduced her to Scream. Yes. Nice. <laughs> from the she beginning. Like, she knew it was Billy. She yeah. didn't care like what kind of cute little bubble butt he had. She was yeah. like, that motherfucker is a killer. <laughs> Like, so she called him out, like, right away. She's like, no, this yep. is bullshit. Instantly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. yep. Well, you know, she's going to do a lot better in life with her relationships because my <laughs> shit is toxic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have the worst day. Minus, minus, no, I have to be fair. Minus, you know, my partner now, Vaughn is amazing. He's not toxic. But everything before him was just a hot mess show. <laughs> You two have that in common big time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was very good at picking out the worst shit that could possibly happen. (laughs) I was like, can you be the worst? Like, is this going to be the worst relationship that I can have? And they're like, yeah, baby. And I'm like, get in the car. (laughs) I can fix him. I know I can. (laughs) I know. You know, but that's the thing. Like, I don't even think I ever thought that. I wasn't like, I want to fix this shit. I'm like, no, I want to see how far this gets. (laughs) Like how crazy this spins out. (laughs) I want to watch the world burn. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And you've seen that little, that little meme, right? That gif. Is that what the kids are calling it? Is it a gif? It's not a gif. I don't want to get laughed at. Um, (laughs) You know, the little, the little like dog that's sitting at the table and everything's on fire around them. Yes. 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 This is fine. Everything's fine. That's my life every single day. I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's all right. That's awesome. Okay, so you guys have toxic relationships in your past in common. Another mm-hmm. thing you have in common is, Sandy, when we finished recording last night, you said to me, I will see you bright and early in the morning, even though we were going to get together at 10. And yeah. I know damn well I put pants on like 10 minutes before I hit record. And I know <laughs> both of you have been awake for hours. I know you have. What time did oh, yeah. you guys wake up? Uh, I've been up since 630. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, honey, I got up at, I got up at three. <laughs> I woke up at three and I laid there and I looked at the clock and I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) I got up and started doing everything. (laughs) See, I didn't even go to bed until 1 a.m. So when you said see you bright and early in the morning, I was like, she knows. Uh (laughs) She knows I'm going to roll my ass out of bed. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I had drool hanging on my face at like eight o'clock last night. (laughs) So I was so tired. Yeah, my kid came in and woke me up at 6.30. So then I was like, fine, I'll get up. Oh. <laughs> I didn't roll out of bed oh. until like 7.30. But yeah. I have teenagers. They're still in bed. I Is it going to get to that point? What? Will it eventually get to that point of my when kids they're teenagers. actually sleeping? But see, here's the thing. There's no lead into it. 
it's not like a, they just gradually start sleeping later. It's they get up early and then all of a sudden they're sleeping till noon. There is no in between there. <laughs> so they're still in bed. Um, it's like almost 1030. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I text them to say I'm recording a podcast because they were both still in bed. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, Elliot will probably be awake before we're done recording. Madeline, I will have to wake up when we're done. Yes. You've had what? Oh, I've had three cups of coffee. I took a shower, <laughs> put my lipstick on today, which was fun. I braided my hair like Jenna from Wednesday. I had Cute. I changed three times. I had her her iconic dress because I actually own it um, that she did for her dance. Yes. I had that on. Um, and then decided not to do it because it was like too tight in my shoulders. So this is like my third <laughs> costume change. <laughs> I love it. As if it wasn't so going to be just audio. Like, I'm like, I this is that. ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> I put a lot of thought into the um, sweatpants I put on today. They match my sweatshirt and that's as far as my ensemble consideration for the day went. All I did was grabbed pants <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a shirt on too. I should say that. Oh my God. Speaking of pants, y'all, I know we got to get to the show here in a minute, but I have, to, I have to vent about this. I went to pick my daughter up from school yesterday. When did the Pooh Bear look become a fashion statement? I am picking this child up and there are a bunch of girls walking around with sweatshirts or t-shirts that are, that are longer than their shorts. So it just looks like they're wearing a shirt. Literally, it's the it's the Pooh Bear look. They're all yeah. dressed like Winnie the Pooh. When did this become a thing? I don't oh, know, no. but I know that I've seen it around here too. And it's like, it's freezing here. Stop doing that. Yeah, cover cover <laughs> your ass. Just yeah. <laughs> cover your ass, y'all. There's there's no possible way I could wear that shit. No. There's no way. No. No. There's no. a meme going around or like a TikTok. I can't remember exactly, but it was like, what kind of mom do you have? Do you have the mom that walks around naked or do you have the Pooh Bear mom? And I was like, I'm a Pooh Bear mom. <laughs> <laughs> the minute I come home, the pants come off and just have a really long shirt on. <laughs> See, I, I, I have to have I have to have jammy pants on. I'm, I do, too. Know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. have to check it out. <laughs> Live in My a mom bubble. would walk around the house Literally naked. live in a bubble. I'm scarred for life. <laughs> yeah, your mom used to walk around. With, my mom did it too, where they yeah. just walked around naked all the time like it was no big deal. And I'm yep. like, stop it. Yeah. Oh, and going on wow. vacation with well, both of them together, they were both just walking around naked. <laughs> I had to stay in a hotel room with them. Both of them. <laughs> I was scarred for life. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere I could look and not see someone naked. There's like child, your childhood like wilts away the first time you see your parents naked because it's just <laughs> oh, a yeah. glimpse into how much that shit is going to be sagging at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's literally going south. Okay. That I'm like, reminds really? me. Oh my God. We're getting so off topic, but. When I was working in the nail salon doing nails, I wore because I had one of my competition cheerleading uniforms and I wore it with a leather jacket over it. Um, and I went as Buffy the Vampire Slayer one year. And 
I was just making conversation with the other girls that I worked with. And I was like, I don't remember the skirt being this short when I was in high school. <laughs> and this bitch looked at me and went, well, your ass is lower than it was then. <gasps> oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell wow. you in detail all the ways you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I honestly believe that the earth just reclaims us. <laughs> like, I'm shorter. My boobs are longer. <laughs> like, everything. The earth it's is ever sucking you in. It's just drawing me back down. It's like, you're coming back, bitch. Like, you're coming back. Yes. Okay, well, we've gone off on many tangents here, but we do, before we have we get to our episode today, we do have an announcement. Yesterday, Sandy and I were talking about our network that is firing up soon, yes. but we have an announcement that involves that, net, that network. Rue, would you like to tell the people what that is? Well, Stacy and I, just because we haven't tortured people in the world enough, <laughs> decided... <laughs> have decided to start our own podcast yeah that's right Yay! and i'm so excited and it's going to be the under the umbrella of the podcast network that you have started here um i'm so excited about it i'm not going to put a date on it yet because we've yes, got to work some stuff yet. out but i'm so thankful um and i think it's going to be super fun it is and just yeah. so our listeners know, Mimesis is not going anywhere. We no, are going not. to continue on, but Rue and I are taking on this adventure as well. Yes. Um, and it, it's going to stay in the theme of the dark and twisted because, you know. You guys my, are dark and twisted. We're dark and twisted, <laughs> and that's what we do. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, it's going to be dark and twisted. It's going to be super fun. We're going to talk about um, all kinds of weird shit. So that's yeah. probably going to be my taglines. Like, <laughs> Stacy, listen to this shit. And that's how we're going to start. <laughs> and we can put merchandise together with weird shit. Weird shit. Yes. yes. Shit is weird. It's just going to be weird shit is stuff. Weird, period. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, speaking of weird, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the princess of all things weird and the family she came she comes from. So, Rue, yes. why don't you lead us into that? Yes, yes. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think there's another family in history of television that I've ever loved more <laughs> and wanted to live with more than the Adams family. Oh, absolutely. I have loved them. I've loved yeah. them since I was little. Um, I was drawn to them. And I think uh, I think anybody that likes dark, weird, creepy stuff is probably drawn to this family. Um, and once I really dug into it, I learned so much more about it. So I'm really grateful that you guys invited me on today and that I had a chance like to dig into this because I'm so excited to share what I found. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. I'm excited yes. to hear about it. Yes. Um, okay. Well, uh, I'll just, you know, share some stuff that I found for you guys. It's uh, the Adams family was actually created by American cartoonist Charles Adams, spelled the same way with the two D's. Um, oh, cute. Yeah. And his they first appeared in the New Yorker in 1938. So wow, we're okay. like way back. Yeah. The characters were actually in 150 unrelated single panel cartoons over a 50 year period in the oh, New wow. Yorker. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that it was cartoon panels. 
Um, but it does make sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense though, because we started talking about Gomez, you know, like when this new, you know, Wednesday yes. show came up yeah. and there was so much chatter online and people were like, oh my God, he doesn't look like him. He actually looks almost dead on. Yeah. What Charles, yeah. you know, envisioned. And we've got to respect that. I mean, that's the creator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's just, it was, I, it just blew my mind that people were complaining about that. But anyway. Since they were adapted, um, they've been adapted for TV, film, video games, comic books, soundtracks, a musical, which I thought you would be really excited about, Stacey. I oh, yeah. an Adam's Family I musical. I didn't know there was a musical, but <laughs> yeah. I, like, I am all in. Yes. Yeah. And then endless pieces of merchandise. I mean, it, it's just, you know, it's everywhere. Um, the Adam's Family is actually a satirical uh, inversion of an ideal post-war American family. That's what Charles had envisioned for them. The odd, they're an odd old money clan um, who delight in the macabre and are seemingly unaware and unconcerned that other people find them strange and frightening. (laughs) Because, and they kind of went into that with the movies in the 90s. Because everybody that came into their house, they just acted like this shit's normal. You know, yeah, Yeah. we have, you know, we got a chopping block over there and people were like, what the hell is going on? They're like, well, (laughs) you know, it's like part of our house. Wait, you don't have one? <laughs> right. It's like you don't have a guillotine like in your house. Like, that's crazy. Um, how do you chop your lettuce? <laughs> right. Like, how do you do all of that? How do you cook? <laughs> I don't. Okay. Um, let's see. Charles Adams was actually quoted as saying Gomez and Pugsley are enthusiastic. Morticia is even in her disposition, muted, dangerously witty, and deadly. Grandmama Frump. With the, with an F, I'm going to make sure that we, <laughs> we know that is foolishly good natured. And Wednesday is her mother's daughter. Um, they're a closely knit family. The head of the family is actually Morticia. He always mm-hmm. wanted it to be female led, oh, yes. and I appreciated that, especially coming from a man in the 30s. Not to be mean, but that just wasn't something that was yeah. going on. Um, Absolutely. Their house is a wreck, of course, but um, they're a house proud family. They don't, they're proud of everything that's in their home, even though it looks like it's a funeral home. Like they yes. absolutely love their, their um, house. And every, tra- he said, every trap door is in good repair. <laughs> <laughs> like I love that look of like the old Victorian style home. So yes. even like those, yes. like I love the Gothic look. Absolutely. Yeah. You Did never you notice how much the Adams family house and the Bates motel house yes. look mm-hmm. alike? They're yeah. very, very similar. And I yeah. would... they're up on the hill. They overlook everything. They yeah. have the one tall section in the center. Yeah. 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 I very similar. I didn't really think about that. I'm now thinking back to the movies in the 90s, which are my favorite. And we'll get into that. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it is very much like the Bates Motel. So I really wonder, I would have to dig into that and like see if they were inspired yeah. by it. Like, um, which one inspired which one? Like, which one right. came first? Because they do look a lot alike. I'm going to tell you that it was the Adams family. I know that Probably. for a fact. Yeah. And, I'll, and I I kind of get into it. But, um, okay. okay. Although most of their humor <laughs> is steeped in the macabre, the Adams family was never meant to be evil in any way, oh, which kind of surprises me. Um, 
because in a lot of ways they do seem kind of evil, but they never really like go over the line except with their own family where they're like throwing swords at each other and like everything. Um, Morticia in the new one when um, Wednesday unleashes the piranhas on the entire swim team. Exactly. But you know what? That had already happened in the 90s movies because Christina Ricci was violent with her brother yeah. like the yeah. entire time. So people yeah. being shocked about those piranhas was kind of, I was like, did you like, see you the other two movies? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, did you not watch this? Like, did you yeah. not know she what happened? She was trying to kill her baby brother, like all <laughs> yeah. the time. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Morticia and Gomez have a passionate relationship, which I think we are all jealous of. Oh, they're um, wonderful. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I love them so much. And they are completely and utterly dedicated to their family and their children. Um, which I, you know, you can say whatever you want about the Adams family, but the parents were actually good parents. You know? They, were. Like, they love their kids. Yeah. They even donate large sums of money to charities, despite the visitors horror at their peculiar lifestyle. <laughs> um. Part of their dark humor includes potting or um, putting all of them in dangerous situations of which none of them are actually harmed, but they openly show a love for their extended family members, which they kind of went into that with the, the ball that they always throw a ball. And that's how you meet this extended family that lives all over the world, which I always love that because you're meeting all these different characters and you're like, holy yes. shit, like how big is yeah. this family? Um, and they're all weirdos. And I love that. They're all weirdos. Yeah, I love that. Um, I did discover that both Morticia and Wednesday were actually named first which I'm going to get into that with the characters because they, in 1962, they had licensed dolls for both of them. Really? I yeah, want a and doll. I would love I know, I know. Me too. <laughs> like they did licensed dolls licensed dolls in 1962 for Morticia and Wednesday. So those were actually the first two characters that Charles named for, in the Adams family so that they could do the dolls. Um now, I want to get into Charles a little bit because I feel like it's really important to talk about the creator of these characters because, you know, they wouldn't exist without him. And I found it very interesting, like the inspiration that he had when he was growing up as to how he created these characters, which I thought was really cool. So, yeah, I uh, want to know what inspired him. To yeah, yeah. These characters. Um, Okay, so Charles Samuel Adams was born on January 7th, 1912 in Westfield, New Jersey, to Charles and Grace Adams, and he died on September 29th in 1988, which happens to be the year that I graduated high school. Shut the fuck the up. The year I was born. And <laughs> the year Sandy was born. <laughs> in Manhattan, New York. Yeah, but that's great. That's great. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um. Big Charles, which they called him, his daddy, was a piano company executive who had studied to be an architect and was also known as a quote-unquote rascal around the neighborhood. Now, oh. I couldn't find out, like, if it was just because he was, you know, mischievous and was causing shit or if he was, like, a ladies' man or what <laughs> was going I, on. But, I took it as a ladies' man. As soon as you said it, I was like, I took okay. it as a ladies' man. I know. Man, I was yeah. like, what do you mean you're a rascal? Which kind of... Makes me wonder if Charles used him as um, an inspiration for Gomez, and how he would flirt and like yeah, like how flirt, like how 
big his love was, you know, and how yeah. flirtatious and charming he was. I really, I bet that it was his dad that Probably. he used yeah. as an inspiration. He was just for hoping that. that he would direct it as his mother, and then maybe that's why he made Gomez dote on her so much. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, his dad was distantly related, get this, to U.S. Presidents John Adams and John Quincy Adams, even though their names are spelled differently. No shit. Wow. Yeah. He added an extra D to his name. So I'm not quite sure why that happened, but he's related to both of them. Um, and his first cousin, this, this was the one I got really excited about, who's twice removed, is the noted social reformer Jane Adams. Do you guys, are you guys wow. aware of who she is? Yeah. Yeah. No. Jane was, Jane was a huge activist. <laughs> Did you say no, Sandy? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. Um Jane was a huge activist for women's rights and co-founded Chicago's Hall House, um, which is one of America's first famous settlement houses providing extensive social services to the poor, largely immigrant families. She was actually the first woman who received an honorary arts degree from Yale University. And in 1920, she became the co-founder of, get this shit, the American Civil Liberties Union, also known as the ACL fucking U. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. What an outstanding she, family. Like every member was doing some incredible yeah. shit. Yeah. And get this. She was also the first woman to receive a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, like the first woman in history to receive wow. one. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I guess days I'm too fucking lazy to put gas in my car. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> I know. And this bitch is out there like getting, a, you know, getting her degree from Yale, getting, you know, founding the ACLU. I'm like, shit, I haven't done anything. I know. I'm like, nah, I could probably make it a little further. I, I don't really want to. Well, she's a badass. I could talk about yeah. her all day. But anyway, I was super excited to find those three relatives of his. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, but anyway, getting back to Charles, he actually referred, preferred to be called Chaz. C-H-A-S. Chaz Adams was actually his um, pen name. And he signed all of his artwork, Chaz. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was known for his dark humor and macabre characters. Yeah. Um, I feel that. <laughs> right? He did win the Edgar Award, and in 2018, he was inducted into the Will Eisner Hall of Fame. As in Alan Poe? Yeah. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Char <laughs> okay, so Charles had three wives. Um, All at once? I wish, because that would have been super <laughs> fun. <laughs> I mean, because who the hell doesn't need three girls, right? <laughs> like, it's not enough. Um, there would be okay. so much nagging that happened all the time. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Um, okay. So one of his wives was named Barbara Jean Day, um, whose only claim to fame was the fact that she she screwed, like, two famous people. <laughs> um, one being Chaz Adams and the other one being John Richard Hersey who was also a journalist. So obviously she had like a hot kink for people with a pen. Um, <laughs> and he was a novelist and professor who won a Pulitzer prize for a bell of Adana. He actually um, did extensive writing on the bombing of Hiroshima. 
Okay. Like, so he has, like, a lot of work out there. Like, he was an amazing writer. But, yeah, so she had to be with him and with Charles. So, <laughs> I don't know. She um, has a type. Yes, she definitely has a type. Um, but can you, can you imagine when you're actually signed? Like, I looked her up, and this is the only thing. Oh, yeah, she fucked these two guys that both wrote. <laughs> I'm like, is that it? <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. Oh my that God. reminds me of the line from Hamilton, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And yeah. she's like looking at the story and she's like, oh, I'm a whore. Okay, yeah. great. Good to know. <laughs> Do you write a book? Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> let me remove my panties. Hold on. Let me swing my bra around. Um, okay. Charles was also married to, <laughs> are you ready for this? Estelle Barbara Barb. Wow. So I'm. At Who's this that? point, Estelle Barbara Barb. That was her name. <laughs> so I'm thinking that maybe Charles has a problem with Barbara. Like, <laughs> like if your name is Barb, like just like lock That's your it. doors because Chaz is coming <laughs> to get it. Um, that and name then he does was, it for him. <laughs> right. Then he was married to another woman named Marilyn Matthews Miller. So oh. I yeah, like three M's. So I'm like, dude. <laughs> Barbara Barb and MMM. Yeah. He's a big yeah. fan of alliteration. <laughs> yeah. He loves his alliteration. Um, okay. So I'm going to tell you a few things about Charles. Um, Charles loved to hang out in cemeteries when he was a kid. Okay. Like he would, he would leave the house and if they wanted to find Chaz, he was in the cemetery. <laughs> so... Um, he also I mean, had a peaceful. Yeah. He had a favorite cemetery that he hung out in, which was the Presbyterian Cemetery on Mountain Avenue in Westfield, New Jersey. And that's where they would find him all the time when he was a kid. And he even asked about death, like all the time when he was little. Um, he wanted to know what it was like and what it would feel like to die. <laughs> Wow. Um, no, thank you. I don't want to know what it feels like. No. Right. No, right. No, no, he no. was constantly like hanging out in the cemetery. So I'm like, okay. Um, his characters, which is awesome. Um, they lived on Cemetery Ridge with a dreadful view. So we're talking about the house that's on the hill. Yes. He actually called it Cemetery Ridge because he loves cemeteries. And it does make sense that they had that huge cemetery of the Adams family deceased in the backyard of that house yeah. because he loved cemeteries. I mean, he was obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, Charles, <laughs> he was kind of a rascal himself, and I'm not talking in the sexual term. <laughs> he was caught um, breaking into a house on Elm Street and another one <laughs> on Freddy Krueger. I know. I know. He broke. <laughs> you just he want broke... to say hi to Freddy. <laughs> Ching. <laughs> he broke in he broke into a house on Elm Street and another one on Dudley Avenue because they were both inspirations for the a Adams family mansion in his cartoons. They were both old <laughs> Victorian mansions, so he broke into both of them so he could actually see the architecture so he could build the house. Okay. He yeah. didn't want to do any harm. He just wanted to no. break in and have a little looky-loo. Right. Now, I'm going to go ahead and put a disclaimer in here because I am a writer and you will never catch my ass breaking into somebody's Victorian mansion, <laughs> even though I put the shit in my books like every time. I have never done that. Okay. 
I just want to make sure everybody being a builder. I cannot tell you how many times he stopped at a house and like wanted to look in the windows just to see it. And mm-hmm. I've been an accomplice in this and I've, it creeps me out. But in his defense, people weren't living there at the time. There were always empty structures. But yes, we have gone around peeking in windows of old houses. Like oh yeah, windows. no, I'm not I'm not going to tell you that I'm not a creepy person who would peek in the house of an abandoned house that I shouldn't crawl over the fence of. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm not going to break inside. I'm not going to break into the house so you don't have to I will about try it. the door and if the door is open, then the, the universe wants it to happen. But <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it's not my fault if the door is not locked. Yeah. So Okay. Um <laughs> So let's see. Charles also used uh, College Hall, which is the oldest building on the campus of the University of Pennsylvania, which is where he graduated from with a fine arts degree. Um, He used that building for inspiration for the mansion for the Adams family. And his friends said that his sense of humor was a lot, a lot different (laughs) than anyone else's. And he drew with a happy vengeance when he was in school. (laughs) I mean, I would like, okay, Stacey, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell both of you now, like when I do pass, like, you know, in the next 300 years, because I'm a vampire (laughs) and I will be living forever just to torment everyone. But when I go, I would like for you to put on my stone that I wrote with a happy vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Now, there is a Charles Adams Fine Arts Hall at the university to this day, which I would like to go see now. Um, yeah, yep. Okay, we're has- adding that to the road trip list now. Exactly. exactly. What do we got so far? We've got Salem, Salem. Sleepy Hollow, the Lizzie Borton House, yes. um, Edgar Allan Poe's home. I'd like to see that. And yes. now this one. So yes. Yep. <laughs> yes, we have to go to the University of Pennsylvania to his fine arts hall. But the coolest thing about that hall um, is the fact that you go into it through a gate that actually has a bunch of sta- like statues, like bronze statues of Thing doing different oh! stuff. <gasps> That's awesome. One of them he's writing, another one he's ringing a dinner bell. He's running across the top of the gate. <laughs> That is so cool. I have to see that. In I, love I that. absolutely I love it. Now, there are pictures online, but um, obviously it doesn't do it justice to today. Enough, I know, but it's so cute. Um, Adam's father actually encouraged him to draw, which is great. You know, he had a family that actually gave a shit about his artwork and he did cartoons for his high school yearbook in Westfield, which I would love to see. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Um, after graduating from college, he joined the layout department, get this shit, for True Detective magazine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And I, that was in 1933. So um, graduated, went right to that dark shit. Um, so because True Detective magazine is actually the premier magazine that actually started the entire true crime genre. Oh, crazy. Wow. I appreciate them so much. <laughs> yes. Thank you, are, True Crime Magazine. Yes, they are. They've had a bunch of invitations, but that was ground zero for true crime. Um, where this is what he did for them. He retouched photos of corpses to remove the blood. And, also, <laughs> and he complained constantly saying that the corpses were more interesting the way they were. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you serious? 
serious, but yeah. Can you imagine totally if you take like the blood and gore out of those scenes, it just looks like people are sleeping in really fucked up positions. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's what he did like the entire time. Um, he drew his first cartoon for The New Yorker, which was a sketch of a window washer in February of 1932. And he drew the first Adams Family cartoon panel in 1938. Um, television producer David Levy approached him about a TV series, and it was then that Charles, also known as Chaz, which I will refer to him as Chaz because I'm very, very into calling people what they preferred to be called. Yes, absolutely. Um, so he named his characters. He didn't name his characters like the rest of them until then and fleshed out their qualities so that they could be cast as um, actors. Okay. So I thought that was really cool. Um Okay, so let's go ahead and dig into the Adams family a little yes. bit because I love them so much. Um, the Adams family consists of Gomez and Morticia Adams, their children Wednesday and Pugsley, and close family members Uncle Fester, Grandmama Frump, which is yes. what Mort that's Morticia's mother. So, mm -hmm. yeah, their butler Lurch and Pugsley's pet octopus Aristotle. <laughs> so and I wasn't aware that he had a pet octopus. So now I'm going to no. have to hunt down all of those cartoon panels because I think that's amazing. Um, the dimly seen thing, which was a dis is the disembodied hand, was introduced in 1954 along with Gomez's cousin It with two T's. Morticia's okay. pet lion, kitty cat, and carnivorous oh. plant Cleopatra were introduced in 1964. I remember the that plant. plant so much. Yeah. 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 That made me want a Venus flytrap so bad. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking that I'm wondering, and I, I didn't look it up, but I am wondering if that, uh, if they did an homage to her, like in the 90s movies where the white rug bear, like went after people like on the floor, if that was supposed to be, you know, a tip of the hat to her kitty cat lion that she had yeah yeah because now that you know i found out about it i'm like well maybe that's where they got it um pubert adams which is a horrible fucking name for a child um <laughs> <It> really is <laughs> pubert i'm like what the hell um when sam pugley's infant's brother was introduced in 1993 which we all saw in the second adams movie which was the adams family values yes. um i have to say it, that scene when Morticia was in labor. My daughter, my eldest daughter, had just learned where babies come from. And that scene where the, the one girl is like, my mom and dad had a special hug and then a unicorn came in, like this whole thing. And Wednesday yeah. responded with, my mom and dad had sex. My child <laughs> fell off the couch laughing. She thought that was the funniest damn thing she'd ever heard in her life. Oh, no. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. I mean, their humor in that was just off the charts. And I, yeah. I'm one of those people where maybe I'm selfish because I don't have children, but I love movies that are made for me. Yeah. <laughs> like with my dark humor, like, you know, adult humor, it doesn't have to be vulgar or overly yeah. vulgar, but I like the more adult themes. So that's why I tilt toward these dark themes, like with Batman. I love the dark Batman. I don't like the kitty Batman. Um, yeah, but yeah, so, okay. So in 1964, a live action TV series premiered on ABC and ran for two seasons. It inspired a telefilm titled Halloween with the new Adams family. 
An unrelated animated animated series aired in 1973. The franchise was revived again in the 1990s with a feature film series consisting of The Addams Family, which was a 1991 film. Which yep. we all probably are obsessed with, oh, and yeah. the, the Adams Family Values, which came after it in 1993. These films inspired a second animated series that aired from 1992 to 1993, which was set in the Dame or in the same uh, fictional universe. And the series was rebooted again with uh, with a 1998 direct to video film and a spin-off live-action TV series that ran from 1998 to 1999. I, I remember there was a spin-off series. Yeah. yeah. And I have them. I've, I've got them all on here, so I will share them at the end of my presentation. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys will know exactly how many episodes we're going to have to all watch because there are a shit ton of them. <laughs> um, the way you said that made it sound like you're expecting a grade at the end of this. <laughs> I am. I'm hoping for at least a C plus, bitch. <laughs> All right. So in 2010, a live musical adaptation featuring Nathan Lane and Bebe Norworth, I'm sorry if I mangled your name, honey, opened on Broadway and was nominated for two Tony Awards and eight Drama Desk Awards. How this, have I never heard of this? I, I know. I was totally stunned. Either. I was stunned. So I'm like, how, how did this slip by me? The series was rebooted again in 2019 with an animated film, The Addams Family, which led to a sequel in 2021. And I oh, do believe yep. that they are referring to those as the 3D animated ones that they did. Yeah. I didn't realize they did 3D. Yeah, it was a 3D animation. And I actually get into that. I've, I've got that in here. Um, and the reason why that happened, which was kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> so um, in 2022... Netflix debuted the original series Wednesday. Whoa. So yeah, good. Let's, let's just take a moment. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so good. It's oh my everything. God. I you was know what? so obsessed. There has been a void on TV. Mm -hmm. um, it was left by Buffy. It was left by Supernatural. Um, and it's that dark show with snarky humor moved worked into it yeah and we need more of that we need more of those kind of shows because i am just addicted to them if yes. it was up to me that's all that would be on i'm sorry exactly but same because same. i think like, it's absolutely I, amazing i am in love with tim burton oh like, yeah. shit yes yeah everything yeah. he does yeah i've been a fan of since day one <laughs> I'll be I'll be his second wife like a hobbit's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I, love that. That. I just want to burrow into his mind and absorb like his his creativity. Yeah. I want to be some sort of brain parasite that lives <laughs> off of him. That's what I yeah. want to be. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew this, but he is married and I believe still married to Helena Bonham Carter. No, they're not but, together anymore. Are they not together anymore? Uh, well, that's no. fucking bullshit. Thanks for I know. my dick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but here's also the thing is like Johnny Depp is his best friend. Yes. Helena was his spouse for years and he kept casting them together and was like, kiss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> push it. Push it. Get in there. Make it happen. Lean in. Make it weird. See, <laughs> I want to see what kind of fucked up baby you guys could have. Like, let's just get this going. 
<laughs> kind of like the Angelina Jolie, like Brad Pitt fiasco. It's like yeah. you two are not allowed to make another beautiful human fuck all the way off. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Stop like, trying to repopulate know, the world with people way like too Like with pretty. Tim Burton, like there's a big old thing going on right now that they're like, well, he actually didn't direct um, The Night Before, Before Christmas. And it's like, right, he might not have directed it, but it was his creation. Yeah. He created that universe. Yeah. He started it. He's the creator. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, he's, it's always, still- he's always going to get, you know, creative. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, James Patterson doesn't write all of his own books, but his name is still on them. Exactly. Yeah, there's no way he's shitting out a book every three days. I am no. so <laughs> mad about that. I go to Walmart and I'm like, what? <laughs> he just released one back like last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is ridiculous. Yep. I can't keep up with it. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, so the series, the win. Well, no, I was going to say something about Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter before my world was crushed. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> should have looked that shit up. I look like an asshole. But anyway, <laughs> they had two houses that were connected by a bridge because they both lived in their the own H house. house. Yes. And they would go back and forth and just visit each other. And I'm going to tell you that I think that's the best idea that any married couple Absolutely. has ever had. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So my neighbors were pretty close friends with them and they were moving and they're like, let's just pull all our money, buy an H house where we have our own living space, your own living space in the center, like bridge is the kitchen. And I was like, I absolutely love that. Let's do it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, yeah. so much shit could get done. Absolutely. <laughs> because how many, I mean, I'm, I love my husband. Okay, don't get me wrong. And this isn't against him. But how many times have you been doing something and you'll get the walk by? Yeah. <laughs> the eyeball walk by. And it's yeah. not, they don't have to say anything. It's like, can we just go to Marshall's and shop around for a little bit? They don't say that, but it's the walk by. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway. Yeah. It'd be nice to have the H house. And thank you for letting me know mm-hmm. what it was called. But I just thought that was amazing. <laughs> Yes. And I'm absolutely 100% convinced that that was her idea. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. He kept leaving his toothbrush on the counter one too many times, and she was like, okay, hear me out. Yeah. yeah you have doing- your house that you can leave a mess, mm-hmm. and I can have my shit put together over here. This yep. is what we're doing now. <laughs> exactly. It's you and your dirty socks and me and all of my amazing shit. Yeah. So, and I'm going to okay. come to your house because you are not allowed to come in here and mess shit up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you need to call or text. Actually, text. Calling is not a thing anymore, is it? <laughs> so no, just no. text me before you're coming over because there's oh. no reason to get the dogs all excited. <laughs> okay, listen. Yeah. I have to pause this right here for a second and say my husband's best friend has bought a house down here in Florida. Right? Right? Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. He is an early riser like you two. He came over one morning at 9 a.m. without texting he just showed up at the fucking door no uh no (laughs) thank you i was like listen you need to check your boy you need to check your boy because (laughs) you're not playing this game no was jay even home yeah (laughs) i 
listen, if Jay wasn't home to answer the door, my ass would have melted off the couch onto the floor and just pretended I wasn't home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, I've got, well, that's that's specifically why, other than the fact that I just think people lost their fucking minds the last three years, that I bought a ring and put it all around my house. Because when they come on my porch... (laughs) and ring it i'm like what (laughs) why are you here (laughs) what and i'm looking at them it doesn't matter where i'm at i'm just like why are you here yeah (laughs) that's what i need my my floor mat to say outside my door i don't want it to say welcome i want it to say why are you it shouldn't say welcome no 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 no. No. i don't know why people put those up (laughs) i am assuming that if you have a welcome sign on there you are part of the texas chainsaw massacre family and you are going (laughs) to kill my ass as soon as i come in yep (laughs) oh yes so the h house i'm i'm convinced that she that was her idea (laughs) she needed a break from his ass he may be super cool but (laughs) We all know why she did that. He has yeah. a strange mind. She's like, ah, yeah. go. Right. It's like, <laughs> go, over there. go play with your claymation dolls yeah. in your own fucking area. <laughs> I am sick of your shit being on the kitchen table. He can't come <laughs> out dressed as Oogie Boogie. And she's like, listen, motherfucker. Yeah. That shit and is he's, scary. Right. But he's thinking it's sexy time. Like, I mean, can you imagine that shit? Like him actually coming on to you. He looks like he's in one of those fucking movies. Yeah, and I love him to death, but no. (laughs) No. No. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Um, That Wednesday series actually beat all records on Netflix. It's the most watched series that they've ever released. For good reason. It's fantastic. They did a great job with it. Yeah, they did amazing. And I I just, I thought it was incredible. Um, My account will show it's been watched like three times already. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have it on loop. I do. I do that with a lot of different shows because Mm -hmm. I'm manic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I fall back into things that I'm comfortable with because I already know the outcome because it's very hard for me to watch shit that I don't know. Yes. Me too. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a. I think that's our trauma response. Like, we, yeah, mm-hmm. like it's a trigger for us if we don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. People so with I, anxiety like things that they they know the outcome and they're uh-huh. comfortable with it. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We do that with parks and recreation. Like yep. we have that on loop. Like we watch it when we're eating dinner, and it's <laughs> I'll like shrink down. I've never watched that. <laughs> Weirdo. No. Oh no. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> How? Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know how. Like my husband yells at me. Yeah, we quote that show all the time around here. Same. We do it here too. I won't use any of the quotes because you'll just be lost. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, "What do you mean? Treat yourself." Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. Favorite line of that entire show was Rob Lowe looking at himself in the mirror at the hospital and going, "Stop." pooping <laughs> i love that so much i, was I love that dying. so much yeah. oh my god that that entire episode was hilarious it really when was she's like "Ooh, watch out the floor and the wall just switch <laughs> if i was sick could i do this yeah you're not doing anything <laughs> leslie came into my room and she stole all my meds and told me not to tell anyone <laughs> Oh, that's such a great episode. Oh, Sandy, you have to watch God. it. It's so good. I'll I'll catch up. 
It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous humor in the best possible way. Exactly. It's almost yeah. wholesome. Like yeah. it and it pisses me off how wholesome it is. I'm just like, just drop one fuck. Like, just do it. Yeah. I'm like, I am way too like potty mouth to be watching this show. <laughs> this is too pure oh. for me. Oh my god. Okay, so the evolution of the Adams family. You guys want to know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm here to tell you because I got the shit. Um <laughs> As I said before, Chaz Adams created over 150 cartoon panels of this macabre family without naming them, which I think is wild. I mean, he yeah. never gave a single one of them a name. He had 150 of them and never named a single one of them. And nobody asked. There wasn't a single <laughs> fucker out there that was reading that paper and went, what's their name? And he's like, oh, right. I don't know. I know, that right? Guy. I'm like, wow, we can't get away with that as writers now. They want to know oh, everything. Yeah. They want to know when I'm peeing. Like, it's <laughs> when did you take a pee break? Was it between chapter three and four? Or, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so it wasn't until he was approached to turn them into a TV series that he actually fleshed them out and named all the characters. In the 1964 TV adaptation, producer Nat Perrin also a New Yorker who had um, contributed to the success of the Marx Brothers, which I thought was awesome. pretty cool, decided to take a less evil, quote unquote, <laughs> approach to the Adams family and emphasize on the dark humor. So okay. he decided that's why I really want to see those 150 panels, because I want to know what kind of weird shit he was doing. <laughs> if this TV yeah. producer was like, listen, we need to like lighten this up. <laughs> Yeah, I want to see those. Those had to be I'm good. I'm like, wow. Um, the TV series only ran for two seasons, but within that time, a dance by Lurch remained popular throughout the entire era of the 60s. So one dance that he did in that show in the 60s actually remained popular the entire time. So I just wanted to mention really? that for all the people who were online going, oh my God, they totally stole that from Spider-Man. Kiss my ass. Okay, like Lurch <laughs> actually did it first in the 60s. Um, which I proves, look up his dance. Yeah, it proves that the Adams family oh. actually created the viral dance craze. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, like, now, to be fair, in the 50s, there were all those awesome dances that they were doing, and that was kind of a viral dance craze, but not yes. like it was once they really got hot and heavy into TV. They had the mashed so. potato, they had the twist, they had... Yes. Uh, yeah yeah the po yeah. the pony all those different right right i can now shout I, out any word and <laughs> i know and just all of it. the breadstick yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i did the french toast this morning that's right <laughs> um so it remained in reruns like that sh that the first show remained in reruns uh, on television for years after it ended as and it was on television up until 1991 yeah i remember wow. watching it when i was a kid yeah so yeah. it ran from the 60s all the way through you know the early 90s which i thought was crazy well i think i got them confused with um the monsters yes uh uh yeah 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 the monsters had to be like some sort of ripoff of it oh absolutely oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like everything else that you see in the world. It's like you get, you know, your your Nike shoes and then you get the shoes that have the swoosh upside down. 
Hikies. Yep. It's kind of hikies. Get your hikies on. Yeah. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So let's see. They ran. Uh, yeah. They ran that show up through the early 90s, which kind of co- it coincides with the movies, you know, the, the early movies that they did in the 90s, which was awesome because that's when our generation really hooked in to yeah. the Adams family. Um, even though we were aware of it, they just didn't have the representation. No, that we were going to, you know, go crazy over. Um, It was followed by a 1972 crossover appearance in Scooby-Doo. Oh, so they were actually in they appeared on Scooby-Doo after that initial series stopped. I feel like I saw that episode. You know, I think I I I think I might have, too, but I remember Morticia. So I yeah. think I think I remember seeing Morticia on there, and then again in 1973, I definitely remember the Globetrotters being on Scooby Doo. Well, <laughs> I remember yeah. that one. <laughs> I remember I, that one too. I didn't care for Scooby Doo that much. Really? Like I liked it, but yeah, yeah, like it was not my first choice. Well, everything went downhill when they brought fucking Scrappy Doo on there. That little yeah, thing. yeah, I didn't like that. Oh, he was an asshole. I hated that guy. <laughs> Only puppy well, in the world I mean, I've ever wanted to punt. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that when um, they usually when they bring a character on that, like, you know, like Scrappy, that the series is dying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. And they've done that with other series. Um, you know, the Yogi Bear, didn't he have like a little bear with him? Uh, Boo Boo. Like, was it there? Boo Boo. But that was yeah. always. Yeah. He was yeah, always. Yeah. But there. I mean, it was like they always did like, like they focused more on those side characters yes. and that's when you knew the show was in trouble because it's like okay well he's not the star of the show yeah why are we focusing yeah. on him yeah 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 so it was more of a focus thing but yeah i always felt like when the little one came i was looking at like the the death rattle <laughs> of a show i was like oh no like they must be getting canceled yeah right right um and then uh there was a one shot which I'm going to have to hunt down called the Halloween special featuring uh, the Adams family. And it had the original cast on it and it was a 19. Yeah. It was from the 1964 television series that originally aired. So they had this Halloween special kind of like the star Wars, (laughs) star Wars in their Christmas (laughs) special. Well, the Adams family did the same shit. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find it. Um, Yeah. I have to find that. Yeah. Uh, the franchise was largely inactive through the 80s, which really makes me sad because I'm like, what? Like, that's when I was mostly alive. Like, you know, <laughs> like my formative years. I'm like, why weren't where, you around where, where when I then? needed you the most? Yeah. They like abandoned me <laughs> on a doorstep of a church. Um, this fictional family abandoned me. <laughs> I know. It's like, where are you now? Um, in 1987, the cartoons had a brief return in The New Yorker. But Chaz Adams died a year later, so they took oh. them down. I know. Why not? Okay, like put him up and like re- represent him. Like here you go. Why take him down? You know, I'm wondering. I'm going to have to use Google and see if they collected. I'm sure they collected all of those together. There has to be a book. Yeah. You know that yeah. has like all of the original panels because there were 150 of them that he made. Yeah, um, they have to be somewhere. Right, right. And I'm really interested in seeing them, especially as much as they 
emphasized that they were so dark that they didn't want to make the TV series like the panels. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what were you guys doing? <laughs> so, um, okay, so two live action films were directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, who worked as a cinematographer for the Coen Brothers, along with get, along with creating Get Shorty, and he did the Men in Black trilogy. Awesome. Which I wasn't aware of. He also did Wild Wild West, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, these are the two films that were released in the early 90s with the new cast. So we had we had Angelica Houston, uh, Raul Julia, uh, Christina Ricci, Christopher Lloyd, and Joan Cusack, who played Fester's wife. Um, that was a great the first- cast. Oh my God, the absolute best, right? Like, I felt yeah. like they couldn't have done a better job casting those characters. Yeah. And they all committed <laughs> to them. Like, I so felt much, like though. I was watching, yeah, I felt like I was really watching that family, like, come alive. It was so great. Um, but the crazy thing was, is the film, the first film, actually opened with mixed reviews. And um, then the second film... And it was funny because the first one, the family was returning to Chaz Adams' original version of the family, which was the dark themes. And so that first movie that came out, people were complaining that it wasn't (laughs) kid-friendly. I mean, no shit. Like, you had, like, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that, yeah, I'm like, you know, they didn't hide it. It was in the, the trailers that they put out. I'm like, yeah, you saw Christina Ricci, like, trying to, yeah, yeah. that it's kid-friendly. Right, There's a lot right. of scary movies that have kids in them. That doesn't mean they're yeah. kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, but it did very well at the box office. So the critics didn't like the first one, but the the people, like the fans, loved it. And it's probably because it yeah. was so dark, you know? Mm-hmm. Then um, the second film was highly regarded by the critics and it didn't do so well in the in the box office, <laughs> so it went back and forth. It was it was really crazy. Um, I liked the second one more than the first one. Did you really? I liked both of them. I did. But I but think I it's because I in the second one Wednesday has a bigger role, and she's my favorite character from the Adams family. So I, yeah. I think that's why I liked that one a little bit more. So well, yeah, because they really it honed in on her. Book. What was that? There is a book. With the panels? And it has, yes. Oh. Yes. It's on Amazon. Nice. Oh, now I need it. That's a one yeah, click exactly. today. <laughs> Great. That's happening. <laughs> yeah, that shit's happening. Like every day, my po- the guy from the post office like walks across my porch and he has the most awful look on his face because he has to deliver <laughs> packages to my house every damn day. Like he doesn't get a break. Ever. Doesn't matter what the weather's like. I've even seen him on Sundays just like trudging through. He's like, I hate this girl. <laughs> I hate her so much. Um, I see that Amazon truck in my subdivision. And if it doesn't start up here, I'm like offended. I'm like, bitch, where are you going? I thought I know, we had right? something special. <laughs> yeah. Who are these people? Like, I didn't realize that we are in a divorce. We're in an active divorce right now. So oh, crazy. you're seeing other people? You're seeing other people? <laughs> you're going to other houses? Are you serious oh, right now? Oh, oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. Okay. I have a fucking H house here for us. Like you <laughs> stay on your side and I'm here. That's how this works. What are you doing? <sighs> right. Right. 
Okay. Are you noticing? Okay, before we go on, are you noticing the big arm thing I'm doing so that I avoid hitting the cord? Yes, and I love it. <laughs> Every now and then I'm doing this like big dra- dramatic gesture over here. I've got mine pushed as far away from me as possible because one, I'm loud, and two, my boobs are relentless. <laughs> <laughs> they will grab the cord, tie me up. It's awful. Literally, calm your tits. Literally, my tits need to be calmer. <laughs> I wake up, one's on my face, one's on my husband, like trying to murder us. We don't need cats. We got my boobs. Like, they just <laughs> bullshit. Awful. <laughs> Smothered to death by her. Oh, <sighs> oh man. <laughs> I don't want that on my tombstone. I just want growth. <laughs> With a, with a vengeance. A happy vengeance. Listen, man, I it could be both. <laughs> oh my God. Until she was smothered by her titty. <laughs> yeah. Murdered by tit. <laughs> Wrote with vengeance. <laughs> happy okay. vengeance. You talked about how um, Chaz liked to go play in graveyards. Have yes. you seen the TikTok of the lady who goes to graveyards and makes the recipes from, like, the tombstones? There's recipes on tombstones? Yeah. Who people put their, like... Their- you would. You would put a recipe on your tombstone. <laughs> well, it's, like, people who are, like, you're not getting the recipe until I'm dead. Oh, Jesus. They put it on their tombstone. They, they, they put Holy it shit, into what their, a, like... What a petty <laughs> bitch. Because that means you have to come to... The, the funeral exactly <laughs> or you're not getting you this fucking the recipe cemetery. can you imagine yeah. that shit i'm gonna do that to my sisters that is something your grandmother would do sandy because I, I asked her know. for her zucchini bread recipe and i was making it and i'm i messaged her and i was like mom this is not turning out like yours and she was like i gave you a zucchini bread recipe i didn't i know my <laughs> zucchini bread recipe. i have been begging for that recipe for years and she's yeah. like you'll get it eventually yeah no it's gonna be we're, we're fucking uh-huh. putting it on our tombstone that's it yep. that's all that's happening oh my god yeah i need to i need to check this tiktoker out is that what they call yeah. them are they tiktokers yes tts TikTokers. i don't know if they want to be called tts that sounds a little vulgar, doesn't it? Like TT. <laughs> That's what's going to smother I you gotta in your go, sleep. Got to go do my TT today. That just yeah. sounds wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. But thank you for letting me know that because now I have another obsession. Fuck. Yes. <laughs> go walk around graveyards and find up. dresses. I know. What are you doing? Writing this shit down, bitch. Taking my <laughs> iPad with me. <laughs> Taking this right. Take a I mean, I could go old someone. school. I know, like taking pictures. No, I'm gonna get really stupid and take a piece of paper and like some charcoal. <gasps> yes, <gasps> yes. <laughs> I'll be like, "What are you doing? I gotta get this fucking recipe. This bitch died and like <laughs> took it with her. This shit's got to be good. If she put it on her tombstone, it's got to be uh-huh. good. There's one of two things that's gonna happen. I'm either gonna have the shits for a month, <laughs> or I'm gonna absolutely be obsessed with this recipe right <laughs> yeah there's only two there's roads no that we're going down oh man maybe i should put a laxative in mine that'd be pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of herb that's just going to give you like water squirts 
Or something that like makes you see color or like see numbers and shit. Like you're just tripping balls. Mm-hmm. And people would be showing back up at my tombstone being like, I'm glad your tits murdered you. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it. You deserved it. They should have done it sooner. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, um back Where to the Adams we? family. <laughs> So the second film uh, that was highly regarded by critics and not by fans, which, you know, that doesn't go in your favor, Stacey, because you love that one. It actually had half the revenue that the first movie had, which I find very sad. But Um, it was too legit, too legit to quit. Oh, my God. Yeah, (laughs) it was. It was, wasn't it? For everyone listening, I absolutely did the hand gesture. I oh, yeah. I was mesmerized. I leaned in. I was like, is that what's happening right now? It's great. Doing it? Oh, my God. She's doing it. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, the fact that the film did half the revenue and there were the sudden unexpected death of Raul Julia happened Aww. in 1994. I know we were all heartbroken because he was amazing as Gomez. I absolutely he loved was. him. He was great. And Angelica Houston, chef's oh, kiss. She was chef's so kiss. And the two of them together, their chemistry shot. Oh, oh my God. I was, like, I was like, do it forever. I will just watch whatever you put out. I don't give a shit. Do yeah. whatever you're doing. <laughs> I will watch <laughs> yeah. it. It's so amazing. Um, Let's see. It those two things together actually prevented those movies from going forward. Yeah, which really sucked because I think that that franchise would have still. I mean, it was just amazing. They could have done as many movies as they wanted with that cast, and I told, like I said, I would have given them all my money. It would have been like Star Wars, just like I don't care. Just take just it. throwing my money at it. Yeah. Um, now, both films received nominations for Academy Awards and BAFTA really? Awards. And Hugo Awards, yep. Angelica Houston was twice nominated for the Golden Globes Awards for Best Actress, and Raul Julia, Christina Ricci, Christopher Lloyd, Joan Cusack, and then Debbie Zelensky, who was in the sequel, received multiple Saturn Awards and American Comedy Awards um, for Best Comedy in History for per- the portrayals of their iconic characters that they did in oh, those wow, movies. Wow, that's awesome. So I that, love that, yeah. So they, they, oof, they got a lot of awards for it which i totally deserving yeah totally deserving um now i told you before we were going to talk about the animation because she said i didn't know it was 3d right yeah yeah a tim burton stop motion film was announced in 2010 but Mm -hmm. never got developed i remember hearing about that instead metro goldwyn meyer who owns the rights to it put out the animated films and they announced those in 2013. And unlike the Burton version, it would utilize 3D computer animation. Oh, wow. So they traded in something that was amazing <laughs> for 3D animation. Because how cool would it have been to have gotten an Adams Family, Tim Burton, Claymation <sighs> yeah, That's movie. like... <laughs> That speaks to right? my heart right there. I know, right? <laughs> Boobs got heart. Like, just thinking about that. I'm like, oh my God. I got goosebumps. Got goosebumps. Right? Yeah. It would have been amazing. Um, so the film released in 2019 to a moderate box office reception. Big surprise. 
Um, a sequel was, was released in 2021 during the pandemic. And guess what? Didn't do good either. I don't even think I heard of those. No. I think I did in passing, but it, it was during yeah. the pandemic. And it came and went. Yeah. Both both films scored a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, they were terrible. That's I was like, good. ooh, you know, that's just, that's terrible. Those tomatoes, just throw them out. <laughs> you can't save that shit. Even if they're canned, just throw it. Don't do just it. Just get rid of it. That's not good. Right. Um, but as we all know, Tim Burton did, did rise like the phoenix. And he joined the Adams Family universe again with the wildly popular Wednesday on Netflix. So when he returned, this is what we got. So it's kind of, you know, I'm wondering if maybe the whole thing with the claymation had to happen. But the, yeah. because he came back with this amazing rendition of Wednesday that we're all obsessed with. Um, yeah. So I kind of feel like it was worth it to go through. It happened for a reason. Yeah, yeah, but it definitely happened for a reason. And Wednesday has been picked up for a second season. Um, I don't know if it's going to be 2023 or 2024. I'm hoping 23 because I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Like most of the world is. Um, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, the Adams family, which a lot of people probably don't think about it, but they actually branch off extensively like in the entire world. Like, they have relatives everywhere. Um, the family credo in Latin means we gladly feast on those who would subdue us. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. Right? I And I wasn't going to, I didn't put the Latin in here because I would have murdered it. It's just, oh my God, I want to make happy. a plaque that says that in Latin and hang it but over my door. Yes. But I do have it in Latin, and that's what I was going to tell you. I really think we should make T-shirts and everything. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Um, I love that. Right. <laughs> right. Now, Chaz Adams was inspired by his environment in Westfield, New Jersey, which is a place we're all going to have to visit now. Yes. Um, because the area is completely chock full of ornate Victorian mansions and archaic cemeteries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the musical, the house is located in Central Park for some reason, instead of in the I cemetery. Yeah, they put it in Central Park. And in 2019 film, the Adamses lived in the abandoned, they actually lived in an abandoned asylum located on the outskirts of the state of New Jersey, which is haunted by disembodied residents who demand the property remain undisturbed. <laughs> I fucking love that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's incredible. But the cool thing about that is that's Chaz. Yeah. That's how dark yeah. he was with the shit. And they never really got as dark with anything as he was like in life. And I, I was love like, that. wow. He was he like, was they're crazy. in an asylum and they can't touch anything. Yeah. And they were like, dial it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. But okay, so I told I promised I was going to tell you the episodes in the series so that you guys know how many there yes. are that we're going to have to catch up on. The okay. original Adams family that only ran from 1964 to 1965 had 64 episodes. Wow. That's a lot yeah, for two year. seasons. Yeah, they had 30 episodes the first season and 34 the next. Wow. And I was like, wow. Um, the Adams Family animated sitcom that was in 1973 had 16 episodes before it was canceled. Okay. The Adams Family Halloween special was aired first on October 30th of 1977. 
That's the year I was born. I know. I was going to say that. (laughs) I was seven, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sandy didn't even exist. Nope. Can't believe it. I wasn't even a thought. (laughs) You weren't even a thought yet. (laughs) Not even a little twinkle in my mom's eye. Not yet. The Adams Family cartoon show was 21 episodes and it ran from 1992 to 1993. And then the new Adams Family that was out in 1998 had 65 episodes. Okay. So that was a long run. Yeah. They had 65 no. in one year. <laughs> Nobody wow. was sleeping. <laughs> no. Wow. Nobody. That's a lot. And Wednesday, of course, it was released in 2022, has had eight episodes, which were, again, chef's kiss. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful work. I loved everything about it. I don't have any complaints whatsoever. I cannot wait for them to come back. Right. Right. Okay. So this is kind of, I'm going to get to um, the wrap up on this for you okay. guys. And I hope you've enjoyed my presentation yeah, today. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Absolutely. This is and a you've great. learned some new things about the Adams family. Um, and about your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> They've been trying to kill you for years. <laughs> I'm not actually holding my iPad. My boobs are. <laughs> I've been hands-free this whole fucking time. I've been hands-free, bitch, like a chicken on the range. <laughs> Okay, so the legacy kind of wrap up for the Adams family is that they have had a profound influence, not only on comics, but cinema, television, and they are cited as one of the main uh, inspirations for the goth subculture. Love it. Because it's so old. I mean, this happened in the 30s, so there's nothing else that beats them with the goths subculture and i love that um the telegraph calls them one of the most iconic families in american history up there with the kennedys and the roosevelts oh my gosh i love that yeah and time compared their reach in the world to the kennedys and the roosevelts and said they are so much of a part of the american landscape that it's difficult to discuss our country's history without mentioning them Wow. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yes. And then Christina Ricci's, you guys are going to love this. Her portrayal of Wednesday was ranked in the top 100 greatest movie characters of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's really and- hard to see her and not see her as Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Which is why I'm glad she was in the Wednesday series. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. She needed to be Break. a presence there yeah. in some way to pass yes. the torch because yes. jenna took the torch and fucking ran with it Absolutely. oh yeah she did. she did yeah and i'm glad i'm glad you mentioned her because i have to give them a nod so i have a little bit left here not much but i want to talk about wednesday a little bit because i think some people really gave them some shitty reviews for no reason wednesday yeah. right now as of today because i checked it is at a 72 percent on rotten tomatoes which okay, is amazing. Okay. okay. Yeah. And the writers um, that are cited for that show is Chaz Adams, uh, Miles Miller, and Alfred Go. So I wanted okay. to mention the other two writers and give them a, a tip of our hat. Um, now the cast. And I want to yeah. mention their names and who they are because they did a fantastic job. You have Jenna Ortega, who played Wednesday flawlessly. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah, Christina Ricci, who uh, returned to the series, and she's Marilyn Thornhill, who is the dorm mother of Ophelia Hall, and she's called a normie. So she's yeah, literally yeah. the only normie there. Like, everybody else has a supernatural power, but she doesn't. And I thought that was amazing that they yes. did that with yeah. her. Since she's she was also near- still cute as a button. She really is. Adorable. That's why I wore these glasses today. I'm going to leave so you guys can see them. This is for yeah. her. Um <laughs> Okay, so then we have Catherine Zeta Jones, who got a ton of shit for playing Morticia Adams. And I don't know, how do you guys feel about her playing that um, character? I think she she played the part, she looked the part. The only thing I didn't like is they made her a little bit more optimistic and a little bit more um I don't know. She wasn't as macabre as I like in yeah. my character. Um other than that, I think she did a great job. Do you yeah, think, I think that- she did good? I think that they just the the way they portrayed her character was not as Morticia Adams as she could have been. Yeah. Right. Do you think that would have been different if she would have had more screen time? Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I could see it. I could th- listen. I think she's insane anyway. So I think she could have brought something <laughs> to that character. Yeah. Because you could just see it in her eye. I hate to say that, but she just looks like she's going to cause some shit, like hit you with a shoe out of nowhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So then we have Luis Guzman. I'm sorry if I'm messing up his name, uh, who played Gomez. And to me, he looks exactly like the original drawings that yes, Chaz had from absolutely the, so I feel yeah. like yeah so I feel like all of the crap that he was getting online was very superficial yeah absolutely I mean I can understand loving the movies from the 1990s but carrying that over and attacking someone because of the way they look was really shitty yeah and like lowball yeah and I just didn't respect it so anytime I saw it I just ignored it online because I'm like I'm not going to participate in that because I think that's really shallow it, it's um, horrible and he did a great job in the role. Yeah, he did fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Um, Emma Myers as Enid Sinclair, who was the bubbly and colorful roommate. She was so cute. Nevermore. Yeah. <laughs> I will oh, be my God. very honest that I ship her in Wednesday. Like, I don't, those scrawny little boys that are there, they can go. I yeah. completely ship Wednesday and Enid. I think they're adorable. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that should totally be a thing. So yeah. we're just going to have to we're, we're going to push for that. Right. And I also love the fact that she was a werewolf who was ostracized by her family. Well, her mother, her dad was very supportive, but by her mother because she couldn't whoop out. Yeah, right. You know, like I thought that was a great way to do some social commentary and move it into a storyline where they're not in your face about it, but they're like, look at how shitty this is. And everybody can go, yeah, that's shitty. Oh, wait. Exactly. Do you <laughs> yeah. see how you're doing this? Like kind thing? Of, okay. I kind of trick them into, you know, like seeing how stupid that actually is. Yeah. Um, then we have, oh my God, we have Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah. There's Larissa Weems. Who my daughter is now in love with. Like my daughter is head over oh heels in love with Gwendolyn. She's obsessed. She's a goddess. Oh, she she's a goddess. Is. Um, I have loved her since I was introduced to her in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like. 
And here's yes. the thing, the, the the camera angles that they shot her at this time, they didn't try to shrink her at all. No. They would put her in heels no. on st the stairs next to somebody and let her yes. shrink this person. So you can see the yeah. the giant Amazonian goddess that this woman is. Yes. Oh absolutely. my God, she's amazing. Yeah. And she shouldn't, you know, it was funny. I was reading a bunch of articles with her and she said that Wednesday was the first time she ever felt beautiful on yeah. screen. Yep. It's because and they always try to shrink I her. Thought that was yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. This I is, thought that was incredible. This is the first time they glammed her up, and good lord, she's oh, gorgeous. Yeah. She's beautiful. Like oh, they should God, have done this beautiful. for the long time. Like she took herself and like, like put her name into the drawing for because they didn't want to. I can't remember what award show it was. Yes, I remember that. They didn't want to put her name in, and she did it herself. She was like, God damn it. I I deserve it. And this. won, I think. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's crazy. I don't I don't understand how anybody could look at her and not see pure beauty yeah. and power. Yeah. I think, you know, maybe they're just people that are intimidated by that. It's yeah. men. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Yeah. The men are intimidated right? by her because she's this big, like I said, she's an Amazonian goddess. Yeah. Super sad. I mean, you know, they kind of did that with um, She-Hulk, too. Yeah. yeah. She was an amazing character, and I really enjoyed watching that series, too. I thought they did a really good job with that. But I love the way they did the social commentary with that, too, where she was having a hard – she put herself out there on, like, a, a Tinder app yes. or whatever and was trying to date. And some of them only wanted to date, a, date the Hulk. And not her yeah. because they were, you know, it was a fetish for them. And then, you know, she gets with the one guy that she really likes. I won't go into it because I don't want it to be a spoiler alert, but um, he ends up not liking the Hulk. Yeah, right. And it, it's just really crappy. Like, you know, yeah, it, I was like, whatever. Um, but Gwendolyn plays prince, the principal at Nevermore who dislikes the Adams family. And there's like a 30-year-old grudge mm -hmm. that's going on with that. So I'm really excited to uh, to explore that. But you can check out all the character listings at ScreenRant.com. That's S-C-R-E-E-N-R-A-N-T.com. Um, it goes into detail on every single character so you have the love triangle and like you know yeah. all the other side characters that are on there because they all did a fantastic yeah, job absolutely. i just i'm just naming off the main ones because i don't want to go through the whole list but anyway that is my presentation <laughs> i think you get an a for adam's family Yay. <laughs> da, 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 da. very cute <laughs> i love it yeah this yeah. is a lot of fun. Uh, you did some fantastic research and yes, we learned a lot. We learned a lot. We laughed a lot. It was just a good time. Yes. I really liked so it. Much. We did. All right. Well, um, yeah. I think that's all we have time for today. Yeah. But all of our listeners can look forward to um, my new show with Rue coming up soon. Yes. And do you guys have it named? Are you guys going to like pitch the name? We it is called Bitaboo, a peculiar podcast. Excuse me, Bitaboo with Stacy and Rue, a peculiar podcast. I love it so yes, much. Yes. Thank you. Um, because who doesn't need a bit of boo in their life? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Get it. And then you can, of course, tune into our next episode of Mimesis, where I have yet to pick my topic <laughs> and I still need people to uh, 
Give me message some us. Exactly. Message us at Facebook and Instagram at the Mimesis Podcast. And you can hit us up at the Mimesis Podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up with ideas, y'all. Because yes, please. You can <laughs> also. Matter, I'm just finding another serial killer uh, movie, and I'm going to do it again <laughs> because we all know that's my thing. <laughs> yes. You can also find us on TikTok too at Mimesis Podcast. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you, Rue, for being here. This yes, is, thank this, you so much. I'm so this happy. Has been a blast. You guys are amazing. Yeah. I'll be showing up at your doors without texting <laughs> and moving in. <laughs> We're making shirts with that Latin saying, and uh, we're you need. Yeah. We're all going to find a recipe to put on our tombstone, and we're yes. going to leave out one <laughs> crucial ingredient. <laughs> no, you can't leave Don't out the crucial, crucial ingredient. That's the whole point of putting it on your tombstone is people oh, man, actually get it. the right recipe. I'm doing it. You know what I actually want at my at my funeral? What I want a giant crank at the bottom of my funeral. And I want it to play. I want somebody to walk over the crank and start turning it. And I want it to play very uh, an omin- <laughs> ominous version of Pop Goes the Weasel. So everybody in the entire funeral home is like dreading my body lurching out of <laughs> my casket. That's what I want. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're all just. That is the absolute. That is so you. Yeah. They're all yeah. just looking on in horror. That. No. That's what I want. Oh I'll go God. and do the crank. <laughs> Just apologize up front. I'm sorry. She was sick. <laughs> she's going to be apologizing the whole time while she's walking up there like, oh, my God. No, listen. I'm going to laugh. I That's going to make just... me laugh. That will like. <laughs> Laughing, <laughs> crying. Feeling. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> oh All right, God. guys. So this has been a lot of fun. And I'm very excited about Minaboo and yes all of that all right that's all that we've got time for today until next time bye, bye.